Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Quality Conversation podcast, the show where we talk about whatever's on our minds. Now, of course, this week I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Kevin, as always. Hey, Andy. Hey, Kevin. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? Yeah. Surviving. Surviving. There you go. (laughs) There you go. We can't ask for much more. As I like to say every day at work, I'm here. Yes. I am here. Don't bother me. I want to go home. <laughs> let, let me stare at bad screen so I can go home and stare at good screen. <laughs> that is that is the life. That is, is the it not? life. That is. Uh, uh, yeah, we, it's, it's, been a, it's been a little while since we've recorded one of these. We've just been mm-hmm. busy and stuff coming up and, you know, stuff happening in real life. And I don't know. Not what, a lot happening on life. the online world, apparently. Yeah. What? So. You're, what Real life. Wait, are you telling me that people who make stuff on the internet have like real lives? Well, some of them maybe do, but we call those people normies. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're they're like the like the day walkers, like okay. you from South Park. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess in theory, I I do have to have like my day job. Mm. You know, it's a daily a daily trial and not killing myself you know so i guess that makes me a normie yeah i've heard that in like i have heard that the responsible thing to do as an adult is just to go and you know tell yourself life sucks and then you die and you pay taxes too then you tell yeah the only things that are inevitable are death and taxes Mm. and also uh waking up every day going not another day (laughs) yep so starting this off on a positive yes, note. Yes, very, very positive note. I know that you've got something that you wanted to um, talk about, Kevin. I got a lot I, of stuff that I want to talk you, about. There's I a got, lot of stuff on your mind, so there's a lot uh, tell of me stuff what on is on mind. your mind. Oh, man, so many things are on my mind. But, you know, I think the thing, I mean, it's who knows if any, this is going to be new news to anyone, right? Because mm. it's everywhere, but, you know, we've got the the warcraft reforged which everyone i mean everyone if you're watching this then you're into the culture and if you're into the culture then you already know all about the sham that is warcraft reforged and Mm. you know i think the thing or or what did what did you call it a web browser reforged web web app reforged web app reforged it is astonishing that i just I don't know what to say. And people keep blaming EA and I don't even think it's, it, or not EA, I mean, uh, Activision. And I don't actually even think it's Activision. I think it's literally that Blizzard just isn't Blizzard anymore. Mm. You know, and I, I could go into it. Like we could go in and talk about everything that's wrong with Warcraft <laughs> Reforged. But I mean, like, yeah, it's everything is wrong. It The whole thing, the fact that to play, if you don't even buy Warcraft Reforged, you still have to download it onto your normal warcraft 3 game you have to uh, mm. 20 gig of 20 gigabytes 20 gigabytes for a graphic update that, yeah where does that where does that come from uh, it's not like they've added heaps and heaps of stuff it's it's just the reason like there's high quality texture packs that are you know available for so many different games where does 20 gigabytes come from for warcraft reforged and then i mean you know what blew my mind? Okay, so listen. 
if they had just as a stylistic thing decided mm-hmm. not to do the cutscenes that they showed at E3, like if they just came out and said the reason the cutscenes aren't what we showed is because we realized that by doing that we were removing something that was a classic feel about Warcraft, which was that sort of how the cutscenes were all top down models interacting with each other. And I would have said, mm-hmm. okay. I mean, I don't think anyone would have had a problem with that being that way, but you know, like that's a good, that's a reason, right? The reason is yeah. like, you know, we're trying to keep it as we're trying to make it an update, but keep that same feel. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. But no, it did just straight up just didn't do it just cause, just cause they couldn't. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, you guys release these entire animated videos for World of Warcraft that look like a Pixar film. I how can you not make how how can you not put it's just a cutscene. Like you go you go into the scene and then the cutscene mm-hmm. loads and then it plays and then you go back to the game. So why <laughs> isn't it where, there? Where is it? Like, I mean, part of me wants to think, and I don't know if anyone's done any digging for this on in like the files or anything. I mean, they've already found the, the whole web app thing going on. But part of me just wants to think that maybe those cutscenes are just in there, but they don't trigger. And they just left them in the in the files. That's why it's 20 gigabytes. I mean, maybe. Me maybe that's where all it is. Like, it, it astonishes me. And I mean, the web app thing, like how literally the the launch screen is is just yeah. a browser mm-hmm. it's just a browser page and that that blows my fucking mind because mm. i like why like who thought yeah, that was a good why. idea like how hard is it to make a start menu mm. like how hard is that to make a start menu like did they just go and like hire like 20 kids who are partway through programming college and say make a warcraft like what's the problem here have a couple of interactable buttons that lead to a different page that then lead to a different page let's let's do um let's do ui 101 and just um have some interns do it and say they can put the names on it or something well you know that i I don't know that, that that's how blizzard ever since they got more corporate you know that it's highly likely that the people working there are not as competent as they should be because and this is what I heard and maybe I'm wrong, but I heard that after a certain, and I heard this from my programmer friend who said, this is why I'll never apply at Blizzard is apparently you go there and you get a job. And then after a certain amount of time, they actually make you reapply to your own job Mm. to keep your job. Mm. And it's basically so that they can constantly keep paying people the least and, expect the most out of them and just cycle in new people so that they never have to like give raises and i'm like Mm. but how much money (laughs) don't you guys make money hand over fist Mm. don't you just isn't don't you just print money like you know if that's true like what happened to like man we've been over this in a previous episode it was like i think it was episode one through to episode three because blizzard was just all up in the news during that time but you know what happened to the the love for crafting a game at blizzard just what happened you know we were were talking about game delays and stuff like that where you know we're not going to release it until it's ready that just doesn't exist anymore and just see it happen to blizzard that 
childhood company that you grow up with, with so many fond memories, and you're like, oh, people were excited for Warcraft 3 because it was a staple for a lot of people our age growing up. And then for it to come out in this state, and oh, man, just it obviously is they just wanted to put it out for some money, right? That's, <sighs> that's all that game is. Yeah, and that's how it is with so much. And and this sort of segues into the other subject I wanted to talk about, right? Because, I mean, I could go on and on about Warcraft Reforged, but, you know, when you look at Blizzard, you see a company that's lost its soul. And mm. then that makes me think about a lot, because I work in the corporate world, as you know, and mm-hmm. and I see the people that my company works with i see my own company and then i look at the game industry i look at things like blizzard and i go you know you know what's the downfall of every company it's when they end up having people that they have to make money for so Mm. it's whenever someone's getting paid out right yeah because you could sit here people rail on valve and i'm not going to play the like valve's good valve's bad game But the thing about Valve is that their corporate structure is set up in a way where the only objective is to pay everyone at the company who works there and to keep the lights on, right? Mm. And invest in whatever new thing they want to make, right? And uh, those things, you know, people can say those are stupid, but like, I'll give it to Valve. Everyone there just makes what they want to make. Yeah. You know, everyone who works at Valve I like how I look at you and your face just got hella bright suddenly. <laughs> yeah, it was just a, a new a new browser page opened up because I just wanted to um, look through some stuff while you were talking this. But yes, sorry. Hey, what's the look? Shows how much shows how uninterested he is in what I'm talking about here, guys. Maybe I should switch subjects. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just looking at um, you know, publicly traded assets and such stuff. Like no, that. I know what you mean. I, I I'm just making a yeah. joke. I, I always know what you're doing when I when when you do that. <laughs> you're always looking up statistics. It just, it um, was, um, I went from dark theme to light theme and burnt the right side of my face. So that's what <laughs> um. So I mean, just to to get to the point, like the these companies, you know, like you look at Valve and and yes, their objective is to make money. But you, whenever mm-hmm. you see a new project they're working on, you could say it's stupid or whatever, but. Uh, they're working on it. They've been given the ability to work on it, and they're not punished for working on it. And yeah. you look at these other companies, and it's always about we need to cut costs. We need to be as lean as possible. We need to show as much growth as possible. Growth, growth, Grof growth. It. Everyone's talking about profit, which I think we talked about last time. You know, yes. everyone's obsessed with growth and profit, and and that's the problem. Is that when you're when someone's getting paid, someone who you know, the per- someone or a group of people or people with power are, are getting paid based on the performance of the organization. Mm-hmm. The integrity is lost. And you see yeah. that all over the place. And you look at, I mean, I live in America and it's, it's a total constant issue. I mean, even these companies that are like, we save lives. We make metal- medical devices and we save lives. And then they're mm-hmm. like, and... We just sort of charge a premium. (laughs) We charge a premium, and we totally glossed over the fact that, like, this device was certified using a scheme through the FDA that says if a if the device is similar enough to another device that was previously approved, then 
uh, it gets approval. Even if that device was given certification based on being similar mm -hmm. enough to another device, but that device <laughs> that it was similar to got recalled due yeah. to defects. <laughs> that's a that's a real thing as long as you yeah. can prove that your device is similar enough to another device that got approved you can sell it even if the device you're comparing yourself to was later recalled mm -hmm. so you can say i am this similar to this device that was a failure but you previously approved that device oh, okay here's your approval yeah we'll just trust that this one works We'll just trust that this one works. Sort of yeah. We're not going to research what happens when cobalt is used in a joint. We're not going <laughs> to research. It's it's safe. It's Todd Howard, as as famously said, it just works, ladies and gentlemen. Sure. It just works. It just works. <laughs> but that yeah, that's the thing. There's the the integrity, like you said, it it definitely is just being lost in the age of, you know, the companies being so available to outside influence it's you know oh yes we're we made diablo immortal and we showed that at blizzcon you know do you guys not have phones everyone hated that and then it comes out they're like okay we, yes we we showed our new mobile um our new mobile game and they the reception was good. There's been a lot of reception about it. You know, yeah, there, was the reception. there was reception. There was re reception. We, we've seen a lot of social media activity around the, the announcement and all the stakeholders like, oh, yes, yes, that sounds good. Yes, yes, yes. And everyone that's listening to that that was expecting the next thing for the Diablo franchise was just clawing their eyes out like, no, this is not what we wanted. This is not what old Blizzard would have wanted to put out. But no, you, but then you go to your stakeholders and say, oh, yeah, we've got a lot of traction. A lot of people are talking about it. We're, We're trending. We're trending. Yeah. We've got the numbers. Here, here's our graph line. It's going, it's going up for searches for Diablo Immortal. I hate any report that isn't just flat information. Like, like if you're not just saying, this is how much money we have, or this is, this, mm -hmm. is the, this is the number of people this sold to, or what, just a flat number. I hate anything other than that because charts and reports can be so manipulated and played with mm -hmm. and you're moving yeah. numbers around to make them look a certain way and it's all bullshit. And that's mm -hmm. the big game. The game is just bullshit. And I'm just like... Yeah, you, you change it. the axes enough or change just how it's presented. You know, the bars look big. Ooh, yes, we sold three but then the maximum of the bar is five. So it looks like you're doing really well. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, it's it's frustrating. I hate that crap. And and like it's 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 something that 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 blows my mind with like the Diablo, Diablo Immortal thing cuz I think what was astonishing with that was that had they just said we're making a mobile game Mm -hmm. right and and didn't position it as the next diablo just saying we're making a mobile game based on diablo here it is diablo immortal everyone would have been like oh i don't really oh, care okay, about mobile yeah. games but all right you know yeah, but, i could play that on the train on the way to work every now and again on you know on a lunch break you know something right. cool to do it's the universe i'm familiar with that's pretty exciting you know they they hit the nail on the head with hearthstone mobile right it's you know it's they didn't say this is the new big hearthstone <clears> song, and it's just like Here's something you can play on your mobile. It's what you're familiar with. You know, go crazy with it. Have fun. 
Right, like, that... <laughs> like I, I, I was fine with Hearthstone on anything because it's just Hearthstone and it's just a, yeah. another means of playing the same game, and and like that is that. But see, that's the thing. That's their entire strategy. It's it's not to make anything that's good. That's what you want. It's just to try to meet some shareholder expectation mm-hmm. so that the CEO keeps his job. That's it. Because the CEO yeah. gets gets his job based on the shareholders and he loses it based on them. And, yeah. you know... I mean, you, you know what happened in the room was, oh, look, the mobile market is huge and people love our, you know, our universe of Diablo. Let's combine them because that will make money. You know, people love Diablo and look at all these mobile gamers. And then they were just like, yes, do it. Make whatever you need to. Put Diablo's name on it. You know, get some of those sweet, sweet microtransactions on mobile. Get they don't, those downloads yeah. from the app store. They don't even. They don't even like. They they always think of what they could do. They don't ever ask themselves if they should do it. You know, mm. and and you see it with like. I mean, this was another subject I wanted to bring up. This just happened. Like EA increased the price of all of their games only on Steam. Mm-hmm. Everywhere except like the U.S. Like everywhere except the U.S. had a had like a fifty percent increase in some yep. cases on the or some cases double the price, but only on Steam. If you go on Origin, it's normal, and yep. it's like so they brought their products back to Steam because Origin wasn't working, and then they doubled the price to say, why don't you just come buy it on Origin? And the thing I have to ask is. Why do you care so much about people buying it on Origin so that Steam doesn't get their 30%? Your EA, how like <laughs> is that 30% really? They probably don't even they, they get the better deal because uh volume gives lower like as you sell volume, Steam's agreement lowers the percentage they take, like the more volume mm-hmm. you have. And like and what's weird is I'm like, are you doing that to like Xbox or PlayStation? Because Xbox and PlayStation take thirty percent too. Like that's not it's not a better deal to get it sell it on console. So like, mm. are you gonna go and like double the cost for the P- mm. for the Xbox version of Call of Duty? Like, no, of yeah. course not. And and that's what blows my mind. But it's just because oh well, we can we can. And yeah. and honestly. Between and you and it's me. It's just gonna come back to yeah, sorry, finish your thought. Well all I was gonna say is between you and me, I think that's the biggest problem with these corporations of any kind, even if it's not a video game one, is that um when they reach a certain point, it's almost like they get stupid. Like they get dumber. Mm. Like the people mm. in charge aren't smart anymore. And I, I don't mean that to be like I don't mean that to be a gamer to go like stupid company, you're fucking stupid. No, I mean like literally they make dumb decisions and I go, I don't understand. Like who lost like 20 points on their IQ <laughs> yeah. just just because you went public like I don't understand like what mm. happened but you were gonna say go ahead it's it's just that thing all over again it's gonna be a way that you show like oh we look at the sales tracking on origin now that you know people don't want to pay 120 instead of sixty dollars oh we're making sales on origin that was the correct move no that was <clears throat> just objectively a dickhead move and people might want to play your game they just don't want to pay 120 dollars but you know it's it's basically the the epic store version 2 right 
Yeah. You know, Epic may they pay out for the exclusivity to get people to buy it on the Epic Store and be like, oh yeah, look at all these sales on the Epic Store. That's all good. You know, EA have essentially done the same thing, but you know, making the consumer pay for it. You even know more. You know what's funny about the Epic Store? Every time I talk about how I don't like the Epic Store, like some one who's just like oh epic store so good though oh you're wrong they give me a free game every week right they always talk they always talk about that they always say like oh well they give free games and i'm like okay but did you know and this is publicly available information that like more than like 90 percent of the people who you who claim those epic those free games never purchase anything and <laughs> that it is a commonly known marketing statistic that this applies everywhere that free things do not generally attract more customers that the vast majority of people who collect on free things never spend any money right mm -hmm. and this is even true on free-to-play games like microtransactions really companies don't give a shit about 90 percent of the customers all they actually it's care about is the, the one whales. whale yeah the whales which yeah. is what they call them and it's people who spend thousands upon thousands of dollars on Fortnite skins or whatever right because the vast majority of people just play for free and eventually what happens is is that they get tired of playing for free because of the advantages of pay to win which any most free-to-play games are, are pay to win in some way or time gated or something like right. that. right yeah. you could call it you can call it pay not to not wait it's the same shit to me <laughs> It's it's pay to win no matter how you look at it. Like yeah, yeah. Well, but the items aren't stronger. Yeah, but they had it a week before you. You know. Yeah. And They've already gone killing that new boss to get all the good stuff, and you're sat there just, just waiting for my crystal to finish, or you know, I'm waiting for my energy to recharge and spe instead of spending twenty five silver coins to fully recharge my energy bar. You know. Right, right. And then the in game currency is like useless. It's just this like useless currency because everything that matters runs on the on the premium yeah. currency you can get a couple of you can get a couple of potions and maybe you know like a a supply or two with the in-game stuff listen you could buy <laughs> this green robe that Ooh. doesn't have holes or Ooh. for 15 real life dollary dues you can get this gold-trimmed robe that can be any color you want it to be at any time. Ooh. You can change it in your house. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things like, you know, so, but it, but it always, it, it, it does blow my mind. People are just like, oh, it's so good. It gives you free stuff. And I go, I, I that doesn't redeem anything. Well, I, no. I think it's a good decision to make. It's a good, that's the good decision to make for me as a business. I'm like, you're not the developer, right? Like you're, that's a good decision for the publisher unless mm -hmm. you're an indie developer. And sure, I'll, I'll admit it is a better deal for indie developers. I'm still not going to support that decision, but sure, it's the better decision. And that's the other thing. It's a, a like an appeal to morals. You know what I mean? Like you, mm. you, well, it's, it's good for them. Right. But it's not good for me, but it's just a launcher. Yeah. Yes. A launcher. I don't like, I don't want it. Yeah. I, I just Imagine. simply, I, I, I don't want to be forced into, yeah, I want to be able to buy it on whatever platform I want to support the game dev, not have to come to you to do it. It's, <clears throat> uh, it's just, ah, oh, it's just like, oh, but 
the whole morality thing is it re that really bugs me. It's like, oh, we're given a larger cut, but I'm like, but you're, pe you're sure you're paying them for exclusivity rights and everything, and they're you know they're getting a lump sum up front and whatever. But I'm just like, I don't want to be forced onto your platform. I want that choice. That's why I play on PC because I have so much choice. Right. Well, and and, and it's just like I like I don't like Sweeney. I think he's a creepy weirdo and i don't like him and i think he's full of opinions and i think they're bad opinions not just <laughs> about not just about epic store i mean in general like i just generally don't like his opinions and don't want to support him and mm. you could sit here and say all day about game devs and whatever and i'm like i don't care like are you gonna sit here and argue with me all day about why i should go to mar like go to walmart instead of target because mm -hmm. you know target something something and it's like no i don't like walmart like i don't want to support a company that is walmart now actually I, that's yeah. not fair because actually walmart does a number of things which have are, are pretty cool like they're get they will hire someone like there are things they do that aren't cool but like they will hire people no matter what like they give job they invent jobs for mm. people who can't work so like the mentally disabled um veterans with really strong ptsd old people who really can't work like the the reason walmart has greeters is legitimately mm -hmm. because they wanted to give people who couldn't really do any other job a job yeah they also told the oh go ahead when i went to the states because uh, I, I visited the states three times and you know obviously you end up going into walmart to pick up some stuff you know so to make food because you can't eat out three times a day every day you'll just yeah. run out of money and feel terrible um, so, you know, you go to Walmart, pick up some eggs, some milk and whatever. And, you know, the, the happiest people in that store are always the greeters. Yeah. And that's just, that's just a fact. The happiest people are the people that say hello to you at the door because they're just happy to have a job. And then they say, we'll see you later as you're leaving. Right. And then everyone else looks just depressed because the, the working minimum wage. I always remember Walmart. that. Welcome to Walmart. I love you. <laughs> oh man i no, but i mean like but but you get my point like you know yeah, i mean yeah. it, it's just like sitting here saying like you know i just don't want to go to that store and mm -hmm. i don't think that this other store which is basically the same thing is bad just because yeah. you think that like it's a better somehow a better deal for people you know like i i'm still not gonna go to this other store i don't want to yeah when I have the choice, you know, and if you're going to remove my choice, then I'm just going to choose not to buy at all. And that's yeah. why I love Game Pass is because Game Pass, everything that comes out on Epic Store eventually comes out on Game Pass. I'm just like, all right, I'll just buy it on, yeah, buy it on Game Pass. Yeah. I mean, ga Game Pass is, yeah, sure, you don't get to own the game if your, ex your subscription runs out, but it's a fairly cheap subscription for a very, very large library of games i kind of feel like <laughs> i i am mixed on subscriptions because i feel like so many subscriptions are just like it's like becoming too much everybody's trying to get a subscription mm -hmm. going and i'm like i don't i don't want to pay you for that like i don't yeah. want to pay for old disney movies and like one new series one new season of eight episodes per six months like I don't want to do that. Like I'll pay you for one month, yeah. watch everything and then cancel. So clearly you're 
platform is wrong. <laughs> but like, you know, I, 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 one of the things that I think of is like Spotify. I love Spotify. Mm-hmm. And people talk about how shit Spotify is. So like, oh, it's really bad for artists because they earn basically nothing off of Spotify. And I go, well, then why is it on Spotify? Well, because the publisher puts it on there. I'm like, okay, so I mean, if the publisher puts it on there, then the publisher has to know, like the record label has to know, has to be making something, which means hmm. it sounds like the overall agreement is wrong somehow because it yeah. it's not like Spotify can't legally play that. Like they have the legal rights to do it, which means somehow there's an agreement that lets them do it, which means mm-hmm. there's an issue in the industry. Yeah, it's someone not, has said yes to that deal. Right. So it tells me that there's something wrong that mm-hmm. the artist is like that doesn't tell me that it's spotify that's the villain it tells me that there's someone else who's the villain and spotify is yeah just... what was it taylor swift is took all of her stuff off spotify adele was not on spotify for the longest time and then like now adele is on spotify like her stuff you can find on there it's like the, there is a verbal and written agreement between the two parties to get stuff on spotify right it might not be great for the artist and but you know, they have managing companies, like you said, and it's someone saying yes for them. Right. Because it'll get them that little bit more money, even if it's not a lot. Whereas the artist maybe would go, you know, I'm I'm worth more than 5% or something, right? Whatever it is for Spotify, I don't actually know. Um, but I know that there is a lot of people say, like, oh, they, they don't really get that much of a cut. But it's probably not their decision to have the music on there. It's well, just because it's the most popular well, music got, streaming service. I also think there's an issue. It it tells me that there's something wrong with our with the industry because they go, well, even though I got, the song got played four billion times, I only got a hundred dollars, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you're getting paid per play. Something <laughs> feels wrong there. Wait, you guys are getting paid? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you get what I'm like. Like, there's this old yeah. culture of like it's paid per play. Maybe they mm-hmm. need to adjust that system you know maybe the system of royalties through every time it's played isn't the best system you know uh, maybe i'm wrong i'm i'm not an artist but i i just think that you know i i wonder if there's some better way it could yeah. be done than speaking of that the, there is just to go back to kind of game store game platforms and the better way to have things done and you know choosing a share of revenue mm-hmm. i really like how humble when you get the <laughs> bundles you can choose i want humble to have x amount i want the game developers to have x amount and i want the chosen charity to have x amount you can change those percentages yeah which I, is something that i really really like i'm confused how that business model works like it clearly does, but I'd yeah. love to look at the back end and be like, how often do people just give you all the money to make yeah. up for all the times that people give you nothing? How how often does a game 100% go to charity and nobody makes a, anything mm-hmm. off of it? Like, that's what I'm curious about. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, like you said, it is a pretty crazy premise. You think about it, they can just like, hmm. I, I I like that I can get the game here, but you didn't make the game humble, so do I give you any money? <laughs> hmm. hmm. I mean, they obviously get some kind of cut for hosting it there and selling it on their platform and whatever, but 
it it would that would be really interesting data to see just how much of it is often put 100% to game devs or charity or not given to humble at all um because that would ooh that just like tickles my fancy thinking right? about that. Right? Isn't it so right, like yeah. I, I was thinking I was thinking about that in the car the other day. Like it's funny that you brought this up. <laughs> I literally I was driving to work, you know, we Mike and I carpool and I was driving and I was like, you know, I'm really curious how like Humble Bundle's business model works because like, mm. and I talked about what we just talked about and he just was look sitting there and I mean, we both haven't had coffee yet and he's just like, huh. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, how does that work? And, it's... I, and another point to that is, you know, they've got their subscription, you know, Humble Choice now and yeah, I don't, you know, even when you, I get 10 choices. Yeah. Even when you had the monthly subscription before you had the subscription discount. So you get a discount across pretty much all the items on the store on top of whatever discount was actually going on on the regular sales for people who weren't subscribed. That's a nice little feature. You know, you pay a little bit every month. So we'll add a extra discount onto your games because you are subscribed. I just That's like how a nice little feature. Humble choice is it's like choose all but like one of these games, and I'm just <laughs> like I I guess I have to go in there and choose all of the games because I'm on like the yes. old plan. Yeah, you know? the old one. So yeah, it's funny same. that it makes like make your choice, and I have to, I highlight all of them. All right, I choose all. all. <laughs> I have made my choice. I take all. Wait a minute. That's not how we were supposed to make money, Kevin. <laughs> you were supposed to leave one of them that we could sell at a later date. <laughs> it, I have to admit, though, yeah, I, I actually um, I do like that. And, you know, uh, fun fact, when it talks about, like, Steam and stuff. So, you know that, like, Valve doesn't take a cut of games that aren't sold on Steam, even if the delivery method is Steam. Valve mm. hosts and delivers the games as a courtesy for selling your game on their platform. Yeah. And that's why Humble has, you know, like and G2G and all that have worked with them for so long or G yeah. Green Man Gaming, you know. The, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like not G2G, but um, G2A. G2A. You thinking about probably, yeah. That gray market so shit. Stolen Keys, the company. <laughs> gray market. It's not black market, Andrew. It's gray market. <laughs> We're kind of in the middle. We're in the middle. We We're like Sweden. Your key will work. <laughs> <laughs> Pay extra money to get purchase protection. We'll replace <laughs> your stolen key if it doesn't yeah. work. Um, yeah, yeah. That subpoena, we put it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it was... Um, yeah, that's that's like a thing that they do, and I'm it's like, ah, yes, what villains, what villains yeah. supporting other stores, like, you know, Green Man wants to sell Steam games, and the publisher gives it to them, and they sell it, and then Valve is just like, ah, we will we will fulfill this sale that we saw no money from for free. Yeah. What because we are going to sell us stuff on our platform as well, so you know, okay then. <laughs> yeah, Valve like doesn't f try to have a monopoly. And and, mm. and can you really call it a monopoly? Like, you can't sit here and say it's a monopoly for a delivery platform. Like, well, you have to have... It's a monopoly of the delivery platform. And I'm like, okay, but like, 
are you mad that UPS is basically 100% better than like and like like uh, what's DHL like who the fuck uses DHL mm-hmm. I mean it, it's it's not like they're like forcing DHL to not do business you know yeah. just they just ship shit they just do it better they just like <laughs> they don't try to shut down FedEx you know yeah um they try to do better um but no it's just i don't know i hmm. that's one of those things that that always it's it's interesting to me but um i i agree like i like them the humble um subscription model and there are and that's the thing that was what i was trying to talk about before there are good subscription models where there's value like i Mm -hmm. like like um game pass is is there's a lot of value and and every month they they've been announcing new games that are coming and they try to put games up there that people really like and Mm -hmm. they've breathed so much life into games that had died i mean we talk about sea of thieves you know it was such a failure a while on launch, yeah, on launch. terrible and now it's so much better and that's the thing is that you know they're trying to give a good value and put a lot of good games on there and i'm not sitting here and saying that you know microsoft can't be a soulless megacorp sometimes but like yeah the 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 when everyone's trying to give you a subscription you start itemizing everything so much that mm-hmm. You're like, well, buy the Activision subscription and play our three games, you know? And it's just like... <laughs> or you can buy Microsoft Game Pass and play hundreds of hundreds of games. Well, you don't want our and... $15 a month EA butt pass? Like, you too can have access to legendary titles like free-to-play games like Apex Legends. <laughs> you you can play these old EA games that nobody plays anymore. And also Tropico. Wow. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's fifteen dollars a month. Thanks, Dad. Like you, you can you can play the Star Wars Battlefront that you loved as a child, only the ruined version. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> I love it. You can you want more points. Sorry, have to wait longer. Yeah, you can play <laughs> Anthem. <clears throat> you can play Star Wars. Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but like oh, that's I still can't believe the tragedy the tragedy that is anthem. Oh, I, it is it is to this day my favorite review that I've made and it's not my most popular. I mean, for some reason my Astroneer review that is out of date at this point, like vastly out of date, still gets like 100 views a day and my anthem review is still sitting at like 300 views or reviews or something, but it is still my favorite review I ever did. I was just mm. so nonplussed about that game <laughs> and you could really hear it and i just i had was so much like, Here's fun destiny 2.5 awesome. <laughs> it was like Dest. so so the title of the video is um des that uh, anthem is the best game made by a human this year that is the title and then the first yeah. thing i say in it is destiny 3 is the worst game made by a human this year <laughs> and 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 i'm like i'm like i know what you're thinking uh, 
that clearly says Anthem. And you're right. Uh, that was a misprint. And I just how I go through the whole thing. And I, you know, I call the character the freelancer. I call it like a guardian and stuff. It was just fun. It was just, it was like, I, I just hated, I didn't hate it. I was just thought it was so stupid that I had so much fun talking about why it was fucking dumb yeah and and it was i mean you look at it and it's got it had potential and but then it's just let's do the same couple things over and over and then it gets really old really quickly and your new weapons don't do anything because it levels up the enemies so you can't kill them in a fun cool fact, way anymore. <laughs> the most power for a very 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 long time until like really recently the most powerful gun in anthem was the gun you start the game with yeah because, because for some reason the scaling of the enemies is off your equipped weapon for yep. whatever fucking reason. So if you just kept that one on, you just killed everything in like two seconds. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what fucking dingus was like. <laughs> like, oh, hey guys, what if instead of like we'll give you new equipment, but enemies get stronger, and when they get stronger it defeats the point of new equipment and we're gonna base that all off of your weapon yeah and then everyone was just like yay yay i love it i stuck my dick in a blender yay like <laughs> like who what fucking dingbat in the first place like i okay i i i hate i hate scaling difficulty where it's just like the world gets tougher the higher level you are what's the fucking point mm. why level up if that just makes shit harder the wild dog will just kill you that you found in the tutorial area if you go back there like because why? you know he's a fast boy but now he's a fast boy with big teeth <laughs> And he's on fire, and he's got Shit. badass in his name. <laughs> badass, like, 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 like you get in the starter area, and it's dumbass shit, useless dog can't hurt you. That's its actual name. And then you come back to the end of the game, and it's twenty feet tall, on fire, and it's badass, useless shit dog that can't hurt you. And then it eats you in one bite, and you're, and it's yeah. like, good job equipping an end game gun, retard. You know, like, how could you? like how how dare you level up and gain experience you fool you fool yeah i i hate it i i i i really hate that that's i mean like you know you go mmos are like the quintessential grind they've sort of lost their hate we're, we're out of the heyday of mmos whatever but one thing that i like about them is the fact that like leveling up has significance because it opens the world to you you're now strong enough to go do things in a new yes. place and like that's completely defeated by these what i like to call their like mmo style games where it's mm. like a single player game but it feels like playing an mmo like an mmo light you yeah. know a lot of these looter shooters to me just they kind of feel kind of feel like playing world of warcraft but you're only allowed to play it with three friends you know yeah. that's it really i mean i i enjoyed uh borderlands but it kind of was like playing world of warcraft you know it you go you grab the quest you go kill 14 bears you, know, you go collect 14 <laughs> bear asses badass asses but only one in four <laughs> badasses have an ass you know like yeah. like go kill 12 
skags, but only four skags count or something. Like it just stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just like that's just it's just generic MMORPG quests. But but then every once in a while we get Scooter going, catch a red And I guess that somehow <laughs> yeah. redeems it. Hell yeah. Catch a red motherfucker. Like when it comes, they can bat together. <laughs> But like, no, there there is something yeah. to be said about that. Just that there's an inflated level of difficulty, or it's like it's an artificial inflation of difficulty to make you feel like there is more to do in the game than there actually is, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because Diablo three to try and keep itself alive now just added it added more nightmare difficulties and higher, greater rift difficulty stuff. And it's just like, okay, let's just put on some bigger numbers where you can only do this if you grind out for the absolutely perfect gear instead of having, you know, almost perfect gear that's good enough. No, you need the tippity top. You're not getting anywhere without it. And you can say that you've got a huge slunk because you went up two nightmare levels and Ah. added a billion HP to every enemy. (laughs) Your dick is bigger than the original Xbox because you wasted 400 hours grinding. Yeah. I... <laughs> yes, you may not ejaculate early, but that's because you masturbate for seven hours a day. <laughs> that's the thing. I don't have. You, you're not pleasing anybody. I don't have premature ejaculation because I masturbate all day. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've lost all feeling in my genitalia. There's nothing that left. Means to... I can last. There's no cum left to come. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Diablo. <laughs> I'm going to have to find a new kink. <laughs> Things I've shoved up my arse. <laughs> Diablo. Blizzard Entertainment. <laughs> Jeff Kaplan. <laughs> well, it's Jeff Kaplan from the Overwatch team, and today we're shoving me up this guy's ass. <laughs> oh, did you ever watch those videos? There was someone... They, they went over all of the, um, it was like Jeff Kaplan videos kind of tied into gameplay of like certain heroes doing dumb stuff. Oh, uh, no. Just like, oh, his, like, oh, man, it was, it was so funny because it would just be, here's something really dumb that happened to a Lucio. You see the gameplay and then it suddenly swapped to Jeff Kaplan's face, like cut up to say sentences. <laughs> you know, with all the different words that he said. And then he just, like, lick his lips and be like, nice. I'll try and find you the, the video. Please do. That sounds just, really funny. Oh, uh, they were just, they were so, so good. It was just, it made fun of the awkwardness that was Jeff Kaplan and just put in ridiculous gameplay scenes. I mean, I, you, know, you know what impresses me? Post. What impresses me is that with how bad everything has been at Blizzard recently, that he still works there, you know, hmm. um, like, I, you know, speaking of Overwatch, this is completely like a non sequitur. I mean, I guess it's not completely non sequitur because we're talking about Blizzard, but mm-hmm. when it first, Overwatch was weird for me. It, everyone was obsessed with it with it when it first came out, and I wasn't, and I only got into it because a friend bought me the game, not knowing that I didn't want to get it. Mm-hmm. And so I started playing, and, and it was okay. But then all my friends got it. And so I was like, all right, well, it's a game to play with friends. Like, it doesn't cost me anything. 
Um, and I would argue that it it's it wasn't a bad game. It was it was pretty fun, you know. Yeah, on release, Overwatch was so much fun. Now it's just like absolutely like not fun at all. It is horrible, and I hate it. Mm. And yeah. it it Overwatch League is dying. They lost all of their top players. Um, they lost a lot of their on air team as well. Yeah, they lost all of that. Like everyone's everyone's leaving. And I look at all this stuff going on. You know, you, they, they they abandon Hearthstone. Not Hearthstone, sorry. Um, Hots. Hearthstone mm-hmm. has been going downhill. It's losing to, you know, MTG Arena and all this stuff. And yeah. I mean, now we got Legends of Rune Terra, which is kind of fun and it's interesting. It's a little slow. Um, yeah. And, like, Blizzard is just, like, nosediving. Yeah. And I, mean, uh, I this is funny because I was watching a a video the other day it just it came up on my youtube recommended and i was like why is there a hearthstone video of creparian on my recommended yeah i'm gonna watch it anyway to see why it's recommended to me because you know i'm a sucker for for it coming up i'm just like okay you're recommending it to me but why why so i have I to watch it to figure just because you recommended it yeah <laughs> and it's it just came up with a clip of him saying oh you think that something's not going to come along and kill hearthstone like, you really think that's not going to happen? Because, you know, there was a game made by some people in New Zealand that they, the devs mortgaged their house, and now it's outselling and outperforming Diablo Hand Over Fist, which is Path of Exile. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, Magic the Gathering Arena's here, Hearthstone is dying, you know. R- Legends Pops of Runeterra's was... out now. Yeah, Legends of Runeterra is out now. And then they just full-on shut down Hots, which was... It was a MOBA experience that was unique in the sense that it was very team based and you know it was all tied to how well you're all doing together and then it forced you to fight for certain objectives it so was like, you know if you want to play the game you got to go here in concept i like the idea of um of hots it wasn't my game and it's because i didn't like the game types because it's mm-hmm. all about objective based i i actually like mm-hmm. the laning experience as stupid as that yeah. might sound i mean which is the a weird ammo system was nice. It's a weird thing to say as a jungler, you know. <laughs> as a jungler, for me to say I like the landing experience is probably a bit of a strange thing to say. But what I should say <laughs> is I like the experience of eating people who are in lane, as Trundle, you know, time to troll. Yes. Um, yes. But bonk, bonk. Um, but like the I like that experience, and but. That said, the way the game worked, the the shared experience, so anything mm-hmm. anyone's doing is benefiting everyone, being yeah. more of a team game, I really liked that because one mm-hmm. of the problems I have in League, think something that I think is a quintessential flaw of the game, is while you can have a comeback, that's not really the norm. You, you know, generally, if if someone gets really lucky or one person fucks up, someone will get so far ahead that there's just no stopping them and you can't catch up before the game ends. Mm. And that doesn't necessarily seem right because it doesn't necessarily mean that the person who did really well was good, right? They may have just gotten lucky or the one guy may have made one bad decision or just a very unfortunate matchup. And, you know, one where it's just like you know renekton versus someone who just can't do shit about it and Mm. 
And then and then it doesn't matter how well you because how often have John and I had perfect synergy between his mid lane and my jungle where we completely shut down the jungler like they were irrelevant throughout the game. The mid laner had a terrible time, ganked them a ton of times. But, you know, top lane, the Renekton was just like consuming this Riven alive because she didn't understand the basic concept of stand under tower. And then by the time she gets that, Renekton is so big that he's just tower diving her and just ignoring the tower while killing her mm -hmm. and then walking yeah. away, which I don't think that should be possible. I don't, I've always taken grievance with the fact that you can just do that. You know, you get big <laughs> enough and you just walk, go under and just forget yeah. it. I don't care. And as yeah, a, as, as a trundle, I know how I can do that, you know, <laughs> and that's wrong. Like it doesn't feel right. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's I think, a flaw. Thing. It was a very different. It was a very different experience, and it was a nice change of pace. It's like, because League is very intense, very focused on the one-on-one -on -one or two-v-two laning phases with like some jungler interaction. But with Heroes of the Storm, it was all very much that that team focus, and you know, people were roaming up and down all the time, and you know, everyone was just active on the map everywhere. And then I. I like that it made you play around those objectives. And yep. that was just something that I enjoyed. Do you know, because I, I never played Hot Solo. I never played Heroes of the Storm on my own. I'd go in with like three, four, five-man group. And we'd just like, we'd just play and, you know, have a bunch of fun with it. And it was sad to see that Blizzard didn't care about, you know, having a MOBA experience that was something different from Dota and League, where it's very much... You know, there's neutral objectives on there, but we're not going to force you to play around them. Like, here's your lanes, like, go fucking crazy. Whereas and there were... Was like, have your lanes and then go crazy over here, and, you know, it focuses the action, and you, you have a lot of fun. I So my problem with Heroes of the Storm, and this is what I was getting at, is that um, there were some game types that I, I just hated them. You know, I, mm -hmm. I really, really didn't like them. Um, one of those being, like, the sand one, where you had to, like, get the temples... And then the other one is like the rate. I really I hate the Raven Cre Raven Kings one where you got to get the tribute. Oh, is that the one that fires the cannons at the enemy castle? No, that's the one that that you get you 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 get enough tribute and then all the minions, all the towers get turned off and all the minions get set to one one health. Oh, okay. And so you can just go push for the duration of the of the curse no yeah the, I remember. the one you're thinking of is one of my favorite maps where the two bases you can't take them and yeah because the, you the, have the to castling you have to go into the you base. have to collect the towers and when you take control of a tower when the the moment comes up for them to fire however many towers you control fire on the enemy base yeah i really like that one um, I, I had a lot of fun with the um, the StarCraft themed one where it was you collect the nukes and you would keep control of the Zerg areas. Oh, yeah. So, like, once the beacons, if you were controlling both beacons, you'd get a huge swarm of just Zerg minions that would help you push. Or if it was like even, it'd be even amounts. And that yeah, was a really fun Yeah, that was one. a fun map. Um, I got bored with, but didn't dislike in concept, the zombie one. We had to go underground and kill zombies, and then you got like a big zombie. I don't think I ever played that one. It's like you go underground and you have to like collect the skulls 
and then you go up top and that determines how strong your like super minion is but someone controls the super oh, okay. minion like they're inside of it it was a cool one Mm, there was the one where you, you took over like the, the dragon as well oh yeah, the cart, yeah. Push, the cart pushing ones were actually pretty cool the the moving objective where you yeah, had to I like, balance I, attack and defense that was pretty cool and what i liked about those ones is you could go to the the camps and get like mm -hmm. a turret and if you threw the turret on the cart it would just attach to the cart and like yeah that was fun. There was a lot of there was a lot of cool little stuff in it. Like I said, it was just that nice change of pace. It was still a MOBA, but it had But see it, it took it took away from the here's your three lanes. My just, my this is all there is thing. My issue though was that there was about an even number of maps I hated to maps I liked. And so <laughs> I I would get the ones I hated often enough and unfortunately my dislike for those maps was greater than my like for the other maps. Yeah. And so it didn't really even it out for me. And but one thing that does redeem hots is that um uh the women all have big thighs which is just <laughs> the best because thick thighs save lives yes they do the thick thigh club full swing and so you know there there was that but it was it was uh, i agree with you it was a different i know that francisco loved hots and like mm -hmm. you know it's sad. It's just sad that that yeah. happened. There, and that's it's just something about you got all these Blizzard titles that you enjoyed mashed into one. Yep. Yeah. Like and you could just like here's Zaya versus Diablo like fucking go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, Diablo's I love playing Diablo. Zaya's got a little bubble. I love so. playing Diablo cuz I like to just just saying go over here. No wait, go over here. <laughs> <laughs> it was always fun to me. Um yeah. but so, you know, all this discussion, it goes back to what we were originally talking about, is that I just feel like these, these companies, they have soul. They want to make a product for the sake of the product being fun. And then mm. at some point, they it just... about Groffit. Yeah, it just becomes only about Groffit. Like, everyone with a brain leaves. Everyone, like, who's left is, like, they have as much mm. brain as this Pikachu... You know, it's just yeah. mostly fluff. I and mean, like the the one main thing that just to add on to that is, you know, there was there's two people that were very, very involved in the Diablo two making process, went on to make Torchlight, and Torchlight is fucking fantastic. It is if really you haven't good. played Torchlight, anyone who's listening, highly recommend it. I, I enjoy so Torchlight, yeah. Mm-hmm. It is fun. But yeah, <clears throat> I, I agree with you. It's it starts off as something like you grow up with it or you know, they come out with something really cool and then all of a sudden they blow up and then it's like, okay, now we've got shareholders we need to make happy instead of just consumers. And then it just goes downhill from that. And then they wonder like, why does no one love our games anymore? Like, why does no one love to burn their money and throw it on the ground? Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, you know, it is what it is. It's sort of disappointing. Um, yeah. It, it, new things will pop up new companies will pop up i mean sometimes mm -hmm. i fear that it'll be tough uh because the more the more like uh, a lot of the companies that used to really have soul are just these mega corps now that dominate the scene but yeah. just have no soul like they're just terrible like ea mm -hmm. you know and yeah, and you get those shining stars like um stardew valley that pop up that's like a one-man team though and those those things can really latch onto you because you can tell it's made with love and care. But it's sad. So it's it's yeah, sad that a lot of indie, 
Well, but see, you know, you can sort of rely on indie developers for that, except all the indie developers are now essentially just selling their soul to Epic Store, you know, and and losing, in my opinion, a lot of the times, Mm -hmm. like my faith that they care about making a good product, because sometimes like I think I think when Juice Game did it was the only time that I didn't get mad because they came out with a statement and what they said was, we're going to be honest, we were out of money and this was the Mm -hmm. only way we could finish the game yeah and i'm like okay like i'm still not gonna buy it on epic store Mm -hmm. but i respect that like you're just saying listen i know people don't like this but we had to do it it wasn't just going oh that's a lot of money money. this is free money i'm gonna do it it's like we needed to we had a reason or like when ooblets came out and just said don't be entitled gamers whiny (laughs) babies yeah I mean, the sad thing is, is if those smaller studios do really well, the megacorps just buy them out and pick them up and add them to the repertoire of studios that they have. Or they, yeah, like Westwood died and etc. Rare, it? you know, like yeah. yeah, they just they just buy them and then shelve them. That's that's the weirdest one to me. I actually don't know because Starbucks does that, right? They buy they'll buy a company and then just fucking shelve it. You know, mm-hmm. like. Like, Starbucks already owned Tazo, and then they went and bought Tivana, and then shut them all down, mm. and now they sell the Tivana tea, and then not the Tazo, but people still want Tazo, so they have to go to like Whole Foods to buy Tazo, and like I'm just sitting there and I'm like, why, <laughs> huh, like, or or like, you know. La Boulange was a successful bakery and Starbucks wanted their recipes. So they bought La Boulange and then shut all the La Boulanges down. And -hmm. everyone's like all these regular customers who make, who kept La Boulange running by being profitable. They, they're like, well, it's gone now. They didn't even convert it into a Starbucks. They just got rid of it. And I'm like, yeah, but it was like, like it wasn't costing you money. Like it, it yeah. it was self sufficient, so why didn't you just leave it alone? <laughs> it's just anti franchising. That that's basically what it is, isn't it? It's, yeah. You know, we we could have taken that and had you be, you know, part of the Starbucks family and you know, it's like Twitch and Amazon. Like Twitch does its own thing, really, but there's the whole Amazon Prime link in. But then you know, you know it's owned by amazon everyone makes the joke it's like oh jeff bezos has given me my free five dollars to sub to someone this month but you know starbucks could have done the same thing there and just be like yeah just keep that name because everyone's familiar with it but no no nope. just, just why it just does it doesn't make sense it's it's ah. so weird to me and it is publicly traded though kevin right so they're dumb well that's, that is true point <laughs> that is true i working at starbucks taught me that people at starbucks don't truly understand a whole lot about coffee i learned that very quickly that that, that understanding liking or comprehending anything to do with coffee was not a requirement to work at starbucks at even some of the highest levels um so that's always astonishing but that's, I mean, you really, like, that's what a lot of companies do. And and, and game companies, publishers are, are the worst. I'm going to buy this company. It's a successful company that everyone loves. And I'm going to just immediately fire everyone and shelve the company. And I go, this, oh. they're not even your rival. Like, they're not making a game that rivals any of your games. And you bought the company. You could have made money off of their games. You could have told them to make more of those games. 
and you just shelved the whole thing and you bought the company after the company had sold the majority like you can't even say i wanted to buy this company to make revenue off of this game that they're selling by the time that they buy the company that game has already sold so much that there's barely any customers who want to buy that game anymore and they'll buy it and shelve the whole thing yeah i have one more point to make about starbucks oh feel free you're gonna hate this one i know that this one will drive you insane i'm ready my body is ready you know i used to work at nestle yeah um nestle with the dolce gusto products partnered with starbucks so starbucks could have dolce gusto products you know it was the starbucks brand that you could use in a dolce gusto machine Mm -hmm. all right seems good seems like a you know, Nestle Nestle makes it for you, you know, with the, the coffee beans and everything that you provide, and then you're able to access the Dolce Gusto market. Sure, sounds good. Both of you, profit. Good. Groffit. It's all Grof good. It. Okay. But Starbucks decided that they wanted to change something ever so slightly that, you know, instead of having cartons of 10, they wanted cartons of 12, which required all brand new kind of machine guiding tools and different casts to be able to have everything made on the production line, which meant that whenever you went from making regular Dolce Gusto products to Starbucks Dolce Gusto products, you had to replace so many parts on a single machine line that things got delayed a lot. And then Starbucks decided, we don't like how long it takes for you to make these it's like, well, you changed the you changed the recipe for making things to make it harder and to make things longer to make. It's your own fault. <laughs> you took what was working and said, "Let's make it not work," and then complained about it. <laughs> Why? Why? That's astonishing, and it sounds just like Starbucks too. Like, like, you know. So Starbucks, when I like. From the time that I first, I didn't even work there yet, but I had friends who did. Uh, I was still in college. Um, they just slowly kept buying things because their goal was to be self-sufficient, right? Because I got a lot yeah. of their stuff that they got from other places. Um, actually, do you know one of the reasons why some of those caramel lattes and stuff used to be so expensive is because they didn't own the recipe for the caramel and the caramel was really expensive. Yeah. Um, so they would just a, a ha- literally add a dollar on just because that's how much the caramel, that little bit mm-hmm. of drizzle cost, um, which was insane. But like whenever, like whenever they come out with something new, it's not just add this thing in there. It's like I remember when they were doing something special with like the the way you had to do your shots and you had to like mm-hmm. – use a special little cup and then pull in a special little setting. And the thing I hate most of all was when they introduced flat whites. Now I like flat whites, but the, the, the thing is, is that this is, this is, this is what they do. They give you a little fucking pourer thing. You have to use that. You have to use this special little pourer. And because they're, they're shorter shots, right? The, the way they pull is you can't pull one shot. You have to pull two shots. And then <laughs> you waste one of the shots because the 
the cups, the sizes use odd numbers of ristretto shots. So you, you just stare as it just pours out the other half of this oh, thing no. that they charge. Like if you were to order that by itself, it would be 59 cents or something. It just because it's, goes it's into the, the drain. The nozzle that has one end and one end and it drips out of both sides at once, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, Kevin, but you put no. one and a half. Yeah. But but here's the thing, here's the thing. If you pull two if you pull one shot of a normal shot, it would just fill two shot glasses with half a shot each. You just throw that shit in there. Right? But like or you just well no, you just position it and you just get a full shot in one thing. But with this, you specifically could only pull a whole two whole shots and you needed to put three fucking shots. That sounds awful. Why you, do people do this? Uh, Starbucks. And then, you know, let's <laughs> let's not even talk about, like, the asinine ways that some of the stuff that they make is. Like, I feel bad ordering certain drinks there because it's just asinine watching them go through this process to, like, blend some shit to make cold foam, mm. you know? And just, like, <sighs> it, it's, it's, it's astonishing the lengths they'll go without thinking to just make some shit and every year it's like try our new smoked horse butthole latte it only has 13,000 steps to make it <laughs> let us know if it's too slow and we'll fire but someone we, but we want you to make it at the same speed as a tall black <laughs> right right like God. What do you mean you can't just turn the machine on and let it run and <laughs> yeah, it doesn't it just makes the drink magically, you know? Yeah. What it, do you mean? I I I know some people don't like it. I hated making frappuccinos because they're the most comp. Like they're just slow. Yeah. They're slow to make. Layer and on layer of just shit. People and it's just they're horrible for you. They are just the worst trash. Like I I knew someone who would Aren't order they like twelve hundred calories each or something stupid like that. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's all sugar. It's not even yeah. like fat. Like like uh, honestly, twelve hundred calories of fat is actually better for you than twelve hundred calories of sugar. Like the way your body metabolizes it, it's better for you. And sugar like sugar is just the devil. It is actually. It's really bad. And yeah. the I know I just ate some and like that's bad. Like, um, <laughs> and like the thing is, is that um, they. So, and, and people, they, they ask for, like, extra stuff. I had someone, they would order a venti, order a venti green tea frappuccino. That's the 20-ounce one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Venti um, means biggest. Biggest. Big, 20. Big, big. <laughs> well, see, my favorite thing about Starbucks sizes is that they're wrong in all languages. Yeah. <laughs> Because because tall means big, and it's the smallest size. And grande means big, and it's the middle size. And then venti means 20, so it's not the bit. It doesn't mean big. It's just, this is just what it is inside. This is how many There's ounces. Like, weight, yes. So <laughs> it's... Size of cup to weight. So it's just, it's just wrong. It's in three languages. You're just stupid in three languages. It's and almost then, as if they're publicly trained. 
And then they have the 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 iced coffee slash iced tea only size, the Trenta, which people on which people constantly go, I'll get a Trenti. And I'm like, it's not a Trenti. It's a vent mm-hmm. it's, it's a Trenta. And they're like, huh? Yeah, like it it's yeah. but but that's so so anyways, they would order the the big gulp. Um <laughs> green tea frappuccino now before you get excited for green tea yes matcha is good for you but starbucks matcha is actually 50 percent sugar like i'm not yeah i'm not exaggerating crazy. it is it is 50 percent sugar it's a it's a green tea mix that is pre-sweetened and because it's a frappuccino it gets what's called base base syrup which um is a chemical mixture that keeps the ice and milk from separating it's like an um, it's an emulsifier right like it makes it all hold together um mm-hmm. it also happens to be made completely of sugar <laughs> and it gets like five of them if i remember correctly or four, four or five Jesus. pumps and then and then it gets classic which is just sugar but this person would order 18 pumps of classic 18 eight what 18 pumps so that's like 24 pumps of sugar essentially with well and yes but you have to remember that base has even more sugar than the strictly sugar like syrup (laughs) this is sugar plus yes and then you had the, the the matcha powder which had sugar and i mean i'm pretty sure with with whipped cream that drink was like 2000 calories yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> you know, so then you can have like I don't know one, like, you can have like a sausage, and that's your total daily calorie intake. If you're yeah. six three and work out, I'll get a I'll get a frappuccino and a rice cracker for the day, please. <laughs> like, that's it was actually insane. I knew a guy. I knew a guy who worked out all the time, and he would always drink a caramel frappuccino. He's like, I'm trying to put on bulk, and I'm like, oh, oh, all waste. right. I'm like, all right. That's fine. Um, it's mostly sugar. You know, we sell smoothies. They have a whole banana in them, mm-hmm. and they do. They had protein powder and a whole banana. And uh, my favorite one, my pre-workout one, it did have sugar, but it's the sugar was I would do, I would do whole milk, I would do, uh, and then I would do matcha. It was a green tea like smoothie, so I would replace the chocolate with matcha. And mm-hmm. do do a chocolate smoothie. I'd say, or it wasn't on the menu, but I would say, chocolate smoothie, but replace the chocolate with matcha, and that was like my go-to workout one. And the only thing in it that had sugar was the matcha, right? Mm. But I needed, I had caffeine because matcha had a lot of caffeine. It's a whole banana, protein powder, and I'd also ask for an extra scoop of protein powder, and that was good, you know. But very yeah. few people ordered the smoothies, you know. Yeah. Um. I guess technically the banana has sugar, right? Um, <laughs> fructose. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of sugar in a lot of things, and it's uh, you know if if you pay attention to it, you just realize how much sugar is in everything. Well, it's so it is actually true that that sugar is more addictive than cocaine. It is more addictive than heroin. <laughs> um, just gonna snort a line of sugar real quick. I mean, if you did, you would get high, just not the high yeah, just, that you think you're getting. Um, and it's really 
it's very addictive and that's why they put it in things it's been known for a long time that adding sugar to something makes it more addictive and 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 we just accept that as the more sugar and fat i eat the more i crave sugar and fat so i go out and get the thing that has sugar and fat and then it continues and continues and continues. actually fun fact fat makes you full and does not make you want more fat um that is why the keto diet works is that uh, fat reduces your appetite and makes you feel satisfied longer it's that it's sugar that makes you crave more because it releases insulin which like the whole process of processing sugar makes you feel more hungry and crave more sugar but fat has the opposite effect fat makes you feel satisfied and keeps you full longer so when you when you don't eat sugar and do eat a lot of fat, you end up eating less overall because you feel full and satisfied more to the point where you can sometimes just not feel hungry for a long time. Love me some love me some avocado. Avocado some is avocado. great. Yeah. Oh. It is the oh. best. But because you ate at least one avocado, you can never afford a house now, Andy. <sighs> Shit. You shouldn't have got that iPhone. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no people how do am that. i supposed to live i don't know how man am I supposed to live with avocado kevin uh venti uh matcha frappuccino with 18 pumps of classic got it cool that's that's Thank you. that's okay avocados are not this is this is nutrition advice yes so now i'm gonna take that do you want it the salt salted caramel graham latte sure <laughs> you want to want a venti it's got it's got whatever i want a trenty it's got it's got whatever science goo makes it taste like graham crackers without having a graham cracker in it i love science goo that's all starbucks serves is science goo with some coffee in it (laughs) with some coffee in it oh man all right. Well, we are right about that time. I know I, I, we, we ended that on a long rant about 18 pumps of classic but uh, and some nutrition what, advice. What a way to end, though. What, what a, way a way to, to end. end. We did, in fact, talk about whatever was on our mind. That is true. We had some quality conversation. Oh, he did it. He said the name. Oh, oh, I, I love came. it when we say the name. I came. That helped oh. me finish. Thank you. Oh, that, that seven hour masturbation session I earlier. just couldn't stop <laughs> <laughs> not until you said the name again I needed you to say oh. it at the end quality conversation uh-huh, daddy <laughs> okay on that note ladies and gentlemen that's yes. it for us this week thank you very much for listening if you've made it all the way here past the Starbucks ranting and the seven hours of masturbation then you deserve the Golden Mustache Award. You can, of course, catch us on YouTube under Quality Not Guaranteed if you want to see this with our faces attached. And, of course, we both stream. So Kevin is the great skeleton man on Mixer. And myself, I am Andy SPG on Twitch. We'd love to see you there. Come hang out, chat, talk about whatever's on your mind. And we'll see you in the next one. Yes. Thank you so much for watching. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.